0: I always think it's funny when we arrive back at the point in American politics where we are begging the same people who won't fund school lunch programs because they think starving children make their parents work harder are going to give us any form of gun control. It's, <laughs> it's hilarious. It's a whole lot of money in this It's a whole lot of money in this bro shit that boos get oh and don't give me run no hope shit the hope get too bo i'm allergic to that no shit my rust ain't on cold i might paint my coat white just to match with my toes welcome back to the podcast everybody it's your favorite cynic and we are back at it like a bad habit this week's episode i don't you know i don't i don't like it when i got to get all political on you guys so i'll i'll try to keep it as light as i can but we have arrived back at the point in American politics where there has been a large tragic event that has involved, you know, large automatic weapons, murdering mass amounts of people, and and there have been two of these events back to back. Um, and now Americans are crying out for gun control um, to the people who uh, go to bottomless mimosa brunch with the NRA. That's so interesting to me. It's always so interesting when people are like, well, let's ask them for gun control. Let's appeal to their human side. And that's so incredibly interesting to me. Um, It's about to get real cynical in here because after Sandy Hook, when a group of white children was murdered, was our best bet for gun control. If they are going to do absolutely nothing to protect the lives of white kids, then... Appealing to their human side with dead black and brown bodies is gonna do absolutely nothing. And you wanna know why? Because white people are evil. All white men are gonna do absolutely nothing to protect anybody from anything except themselves. Because you know, I know that NRA, that NRA check, that, that little double that, that NRA check, I know it clears. Every single solitary time, I know it clears. And I know I got right into it this time and <laughs> I just jumped right into the tomfoolery but that's because like as Drake said I'm sick of these niggas and in this case the niggas are the white people so I guess I it's not like Drake I'm not sick of these niggas but I I really am sick of it Uh, mass shootings are something that is so specific to America that it's like the international community is laughing at us you know I think like And you know what's crazy i think politicians are looking at the situation and they're like you know what's the problem schools it's it's the schools because nobody got shot when everybody was virtual learning during the pandemic well we're still in the pandemic but nobody got shot when schools were all kind of forced to go back to virtual learning nobody got shot then (laughs) so politicians are looking at this and they're like you know what's the problem it's the schools if we take away the schools then there will be no more shootings. However, people are still getting shot in grocery stores. They're getting shot at sporting events. And, you know, there it doesn't seem to be any end in sight. And you know why, y'all? Uh, y'all are going to get sick of me. It's imperialism. All right, let's talk about it. Let's talk about how white people specifically, and we're going to talk about, we're, we're, we're going to frame this from the perspective of imperialism because white people spent a lot of time, a good, you know, maybe... 500 to 1,500 years just raping, pillaging, murdering, and being celebrated for being rapists, pillagers, and murderers in successive generations. So rape the rapists, pillagers, and murderers, had rapist pillager and murderer babies and those babies bred more rapist pillagers and murderers for successive generations and then you know colonialism brought them to a new part of the country where they had to kind of integrate themselves with indigenous black and brown people and you know instead of being amicable and being decent which white people never have been you know they colonized. They continued to imperialize until somebody was like, we can't do this anymore. We have to free them. And you think white people just got rid of all of that, that violence that was kind of in their DNA? Ooh, Are we, is it getting, is it the reckless hour? (laughs) Is it the reckless hour? It is. We're getting real reckless, y'all. Why are white people susceptible to violence? And it's because it's in their DNA. Let's talk about imperialism. Let's talk about how when white people were imperial and they're still imperializing, let, let, let's not get it twisted. The imperialist complex and the imperialist power structure still exists to this day. And it is the same reason that white people will not part with their guns because there's the invisible enemy that at all times must be conquered, that at all times must be bested, must be controlled, must be subdued, must be enslaved. Oh, that was a spoken word poem, y'all, right there. All right. I'm sorry, I digress. But let's talk about why violence is in white people's DNA. And it's because it was bred for successive generations while they were colonializing, while they were imperializing, while they were going out and just being menaces to the international community. And then one day a flip switched. You know what I'm saying? We're, We're not that many generations removed from slavery. We are not that many generations removed from, you know, the oppressive white regimes that uh that you know committed these acts of atrocities these these acts of violence against large groups of people and somehow white people keep shooting everybody I wonder why that's because it's in their DNA y'all let's talk about it I I know I just started off real reckless just kicked in the door with just boom just absolute garbage But I'm tired of it. I'm sick of it. I have been going easy on white people on this podcast for the last few episodes, talking about ancient niggas, and I'm tired of it. We need to all come together and we need to take on the real enemy and it's the whites. Okay. It is the white and specifically the white right, y'all, because don't get it twisted. Everything is political. Life is political. Being black is political. It's all political, y'all. And the white right, they want you to believe that, you know, the problem is the enemy. The problem is the outside, we are trying to protect you, protect us and boy. Most of us are my, the people that look like me, we are in this country, not because of our own will. Our ancestors were brought here. Our culture was disrupted. And then you made the cost of everything so high that we can't even fucking afford to leave. So we are not here because we want to be here because we just love, we're, we're just so patriotic in our hearts. Okay. Because best believe the only thing we are getting for all these insane amount of taxes that we pay is, you know, it's guns. That's it, y'all. That, that's what we're getting. We're getting guns. All right. And, oh, no, 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 no. We're getting more and more billionaires added to the 1% every day. That's what we get with these taxes. You know, that those are the two. There are only two guarantees in life, y'all, and it's guns and taxes. I'm, I'm pretty sure that's how that saying goes. Don't fact check me. It's anti-black. But nonetheless. White people are always framing, especially, I'm, I'm talking about white, right now I'm kind of mixing things because white American capitalism is, is what drives a lot of the motive behind the decisions that these white right politicians make. However, that is it fueled by the ongoing imperialist power structure that they are benefited by each and every single solitary motherfucking day. Because if it wasn't for white people stepping out of their comfort zone and trying to basically dominate the entire world, we would all be minding our business in our own indigenous homelands, not being bothered by Europeans who didn't even know how to bathe until they were introduced to African people. Let's start there, okay? Remember when white people were just throwing their filth in the streets and they were walking around and they were never cleaning themselves and they were just gross and atrocious and just cavemen and then they had to be civilized by, you know, the the, the people that they used their violent dna to enslave you know what i'm saying let's really talk about this and you know what because i'm sick of it and i know i told you (laughs) this is it's it's only gonna get more reckless from here y'all so i really hope you are you got your seatbelt on because i i really don't plan on the this getting any better because the we are living in a nightmare it's a fever dream, y'all. Like the this country is always telling us that with capitalism or with this democracy and this this American dream is it's freedom. It's you know it's it's dominance. It's just superiority and that is the problem they have fed it to the rest of the people who have fled to this country and it only applies to them y'all when they are trying to use that patriotism to gaslight you into believing that you live in the best country in the world that only applies to the white people that live here okay (laughs) that it does not apply to the rest of us we those of us who live in the you know black america are still having to fight the imperialist power structure, the police, politicians, we have to deal with, you know, redlining. Girl, sorry, (laughs) I was about to go on another tangent. This is a nightmare. There's no American dream. The only thing we get for living in this country is shot. Okay, whether it's by police, whether it's by radicalized crazy strangers in grocery stores or fucking insane people who walk into schools, that's all you get in this country is priced out and then fucking shot okay I know that sounds very cynical and I apologize for that okay I apologize black people I don't mean to sound cynical you know we all doing our best we just trying to get by we trying to make a dollar out of 15 cents whatever the colloquialisms are we all just trying to make it but this country has lied to us since its inception We don't live in the greatest country in the world. We live in the most violent country in the world, okay? Because if there's one thing Americans going to do, it's going to justify their violence, commit acts of violence, and then try to sweep that violence under the rug by sending out thoughts and prayers. And you know what, y'all? All All those thoughts and prayers that these white people are getting on TV, talking about some, I'm just appalled and I'm sending out thoughts and prayers. You know where those prayers are going? Right to the gates of hell. They are being received by Lucifer, okay? I don't know nobody at no pearly gates getting none of these goddamn thoughts and prayers. Those prayers, those thoughts, those prayers, they're going directly to the gates of hell, y'all. There's nobody, <laughs> they're not going anywhere useful, okay? So when people get on, when a, when a mass shooting happens and these white people get on TV and they're talking about, oh, my thoughts, my prayers, I, my allyship, yeah, that's going right to hell. It, that's where it's going. It, it, it It's not making it to the pearly gates. It's not, Okay. All right, God, she saw it on the caller ID. She saw that prayer and she redirected it. Okay, she transferred the call. Those those thoughts and those prayers ain't going nowhere, but to hell. (laughs) So don't let it confuse you, y'all. White people have been doing incredibly violent things for centuries, for generations, for millennia. And then they try to convince you that, oh, it's a mental health issue. Oh, it's a it's an access to resources issue, bitch. When have you ever prioritized mental health? When have you ever done anything to show anybody that the the violence that you commit against other people isn't the way to go? Remember when they made that one movie about that dude and they sent him to Iraq or something and he was a sniper and then he was killing all them people and then that made him sad? Oh, I know, it's, I, I know, y'all. I know it's reckless, but look. That's the, if, if it's one thing, if it's one thing Americans don't do is it's, it's gaslight you. It's, it's flip them damn tables or turn the ta- I don't know y'all. I'm, I'm a little messed right now because I'm, I'm, I'm really sick of it. We're being gaslit by this country into believing that, you know, the, our patriotism gets us something other than just violence and oppression and discrimination. And that's, it's not the case. It's not the case. And you see these motherfuckers, the, the, the shooting at the school in Texas, I I I apologize if I'm being a little crass here, but these nobody went into that motherfucking school, right? Nobody tried to do anything. And even the parents were outside like, I'll go I'll go get my baby. I'll go get him. Because they were brown children. That is and we all know that that's the exact reason that that happened. And eventually, you know, because uh eventually, you know, the shooter was Killed by one body of law enforcement or another. But remember, historically, empirically, people who commit mass atrocities against black people, brown people, indigenous people, they they don't typically get apprehended. You know, they might take them to jail, stop at Burger King on the way. Ask them, hey, yeah, you know, uh, we're getting ready to take you to jail. You want a snack? Uh, it, it, they don't have any good options in there. <laughs> Let me just tell you. <laughs> remember y'all? We are not living the American dream. We are living an imperialist nightmare. And let's let's get back, y'all, because y'all know this is my favorite topic. Let's get back onto the topic of American or not even American because they, they weren't American before. Let's get back on the topic of white European imperialism. And how that imperialism and that violence has reached every single solitary corner of the world, right? And then Americans, American colonialism turned into, you know, this quote-unquote great country that we live in now, right? And remember, remember that it was that violent imperialism that jump-started this nation. And then they signed a bunch of documents Stating that we were free and we had our own sentience and autonomy and that we were entitled to things. And I I say we loosely, y'all. Because remember, when they signed these documents, a lot of these motherfuckers had slaves. A lot of these motherfuckers was out. Look, we talked about some, we got autonomy and we got, we got rights and we got all these things. But a lot of us were owned by other people at the inception of this country. Interesting. And then, you know, let's, let's fast forward a few hundred years to, you know, those people who were not only benefited by our labor and benefited by the money that our labor generated and now hold political office. What do you think they're going to try to do? They, they want to make sure that the invisible enemy you know all these outsiders. When the enemy is the white man, y'all. I don't. Know. <laughs> the, if we if we had got a white man band back in the day, oh, we could have figured some shit out. If they and I, white women too, because they look if if a uh, complacent was a person child anyway. If we had got us a white man band, oh, we could have figured some shit out. Because that's who the real motherfucking enemy is, y'all. Because tell me the fuck what... Look, <laughs> I'm I'm about to go on a goddamn tangent, y'all. Y'all already know the story, okay? The only thing patriotism gets you in this country is fucking nothing. Okay? Especially if you're black, you ain't gonna get far. you brown. You are not a white person in this country. That's why I said we're living in a nightmare. The only thing that is guaranteed in this life is that the police are gonna shoot somebody... Or that some crazy radicalized ass white man is going to shoot somebody. All right. And they might be the same person. You know what I'm saying? They might, that crazy radicalized white man who is going home and putting on his KKK hood and taking selfies and posting it to his close friends is also a lieutenant of whatever local police force that he works for. And you know why, y'all? White supremacy. Because that's this, see, this is what i am be talking about, all right? White supremacy is global and its hands are in every fucking thing. And as long as white supremacy is alive and surviving, especially in this country, because our country, it's, it's reigned by white supremacists, y'all. And the white supremacy that is allowed to thrive by the imperialist, the white imperialist power structure that has existed for multiple generations. Come on, y'all not following me. You know what? I'm going to get Dr. Umar on this podcast, okay? And we we, we we gonna have these conversations about the white man. All right. Cause I'm tired of it because at the end of the day, it's not just about like, it, it's not just about the politics. It's not just about the fact that there are people out here who oppose, you know, controlling the things that people have been using to murder people like animals for years and years and years. It's not just the fact it's the fact that they feel like if they lose the power that those weapons allowed them to have, then all of those black and brown people that the other legislation that we passed to oppress them are going to rise up. Okay. And I'm telling y'all right now, as soon as the race war starts, I'm going to shoot Mitch McConnell in the face. (laughs) They're going to take this shit right off. (laughs) I'm sorry. y'all. It's been a lot going on. Don't let the, don't let imperialism fool you. Y'all don't, don't let you, don't let them let you think because you know we we are out of those eras of explicit oppression and discrimination which we're really not okay because I as a person who was you know quote-unquote born free have been called uh a lot of times in my life by the same people who are like no nah, no, racism is in the past. We solved it already. You know what I'm saying? And you know it was really crazy, y'all. Joe Biden get on the internet. Him and Kamala talking about. So what can we do, bitch? Something. <laughs> you you can do more than we can do. This in here at home asking us what can we do fight back okay let me just tell y'all something and i know this is going to be controversial but democrats are spineless punk bitches okay because when the republicans have the power and the majority and they can do whatever the fuck they want what are they going to do just fucking that and democrats are always sit up here talking to them, oh well we should be bipartisan and we should try to work together bitch fuck you fuck them too okay we need to get something done they are whooping our asses okay they got a stronghold on the supreme court these white people got a stronghold on everything else. Legislative bodies, executive bi- local and municipal governments. They got a fucking stronghold. Okay? They are whooping our ass. The kids are getting shot in schools. They're, you People are getting shot in grocery stores like animals by these radicalized racists who are only emboldened and empowered by the violence that we see committed on behalf of our actual government on a daily basis. What? It's getting real wild out here, y'all. I think we should do a mass exodus and we should go somewhere else. How about Turks and Caicos? I would like to live there. Anyway, y'all, it's a, it's, it's really going the fuck down. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And the only thing I can say is that it's the fault of white supremacist imperialism. That's it. That's That's the point blank period of it all white supremacist imperialism that has been ingrained in every single solitary institution every single solitary branch of government every single solitary governing body agency organization white supremacy runs right on through it even look at the state i live in we got a democratic governor entirely republican legislature and that's because of redlining because of what? White supremacy. Come on now. Y'all ain't hearing me, okay? When I have Dr. Umar on this podcast, y'all gonna take me seriously, okay? <laughs> I know I sound a little unhinged, but that's because I am. I'm honestly sick of this shit, and white people have been getting off easy. One of my friends told me that I had to be nicer to these uh, white people that are we're friends with, and I said no, and now she's mad at me. But you know what? The white man does not need any more leeway. He doesn't need any more flexibility. He doesn't need more empathy. Okay? He doesn't, they don't No, because you know what? What's it going to do for anybody? Absolutely nothing. What's that one sound? War. Huh? What is it good for? Absolutely nothing. Say it again. Okay. Sorry. But anyway, y'all, the point that I was trying to make with this episode was that the quote unquote American dream does not exist. It has never existed. We were always gaslit to believe that we lived in the best country in the world and that we have the opportunity to progress beyond what they wanted us to progress by. You think the country that started off with owning other human beings as property is ever going to get to a place where they allow equal opportunity for those same people? Are you out of your goddamn mind? No. And then on top of that, you think these crazy ass white people are ever going to let go of these guns when they think everybody is the enemy? Immigrants, uh, black people, you know, a toothpaste, Irish spring. That's what I'm saying. You think people who don't wash their ass more than twice a week are going to let go of their guns? Baby, the fight is with the soap. The fight is with the funk, okay? That's who you should be fighting, the older. Every single solitary white person I've ever met in my life smells like a wet golden retriever. And you think immigrants are your enemy? Baby, 91% isopropyl alcohol is your enemy because one swipe, all that dirt coming off. All of it coming off. That's who the real enemy is. The enemy is Dove. It's Olay. <laughs> you need to be fighting the battle in the shower. That's what I'm saying. Why are you... <sighs> Look, anyway, y'all, it's a lot going on in this country. I, I try to say this as many times as I say, but don't forget to take a break. Don't forget to unplug. Don't forget you don't have to be tapped in 100% of the time. Give yourself a break. Take some deep breaths. Practice that self-care we've been talking about. And don't let white people talk to you crazy. That's another thing. I'm tired of seeing these videos on TikTok and Instagram or whatever else. Uh, White people just getting recorded while acting a fool. Put the phone down and hit them in their face, okay? You can create a narrative if one or two or three people can stick to the story. I didn't hit her, she fell. If both people say, who they gonna believe? Stop recording these white people and start hitting them in their mouth. That's it, all right? I hope everybody has a good week. I hope you guys come back and you listen to me next week. I promise I'm going to be less unhinged. (laughs) Okay. I promise I'm not going to be babbling like a crazy person. And if anybody knows Dr. Umar, tell him to slide in my DMs. Okay. We got, we, we, we need to have these (laughs) conversations. Okay. They, they, they need to go on more. (laughs) All right. Well, have a great week. Take some deep breaths. Practice self-care. Start hitting white people in their mouths. All right. Until next week, peace out, y'all.